By the creator of the God Emperor of Mankind, we broadcast this message across the stars. Welcome to the Vox Hammer Podcast. Hey everybody, this is the Vox Hammer Podcast where we talk all things Warhammer and the hobby space. As always, I'm with my amazing co-host Matthew, aka the Miniature Apothecary. And today's subject is going to be about the competitive side of the Warhammer game, the tabletop game, Warhammer 40k. All that jazz. Um, This part is a bit... I'm definitely green to this part. So I'm definitely excited and I'm going to let Matt, um, Mini apothecary and our special guest matthew here hello hello once again another matthew <laughs> we've got two of us yeah yeah i see that your name is star lord jarvis yeah that's so that's an old like screen name from, gotcha. like, years ago so um my my warhammer kind of um i don't know what you'd call it like handle i suppose is uh vision wargaming so uh, oh wow uh, a bit of commissions and uh i've sort of dabbled in youtube stuff i'm still a bit raw on that but uh yeah. you may have seen me on a few uh battle reports with uh tabletop tactics i'm gonna get the name dropping early so oh sweetness <laughs> what's your what's your ads uh so yeah it's all at vision wargaming everywhere so Facebook, awesome. instagram you heard it here first get on that get on that follow that's that's how you know people are gonna listen in you just get that follow whenever whenever the the <laughs> The episode goes live. Um, guys, just to let you know, I'm a little under the weather. I am currently have a sore throat and a bit of a cough, so my voice is a little... It sounds like I'm like 60 with the smoker's lung, then that's why. Otherwise, I'm good to go, which is convenient for me because I'm going to be kind of close to where you guys are and listening in and geeking out as I as I bombard this poor man with all my curious questions about, about playing the board game and, and the competitive scene. So without further ado, let's start this shindig. So go on then, Matt. Competitive play. What? What? What's the? Draw? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, I think do you know what. Weirdly, there's probably, if you've been in the hobby a long time, there's probably a bit of a negative stigma to it. Um, when I first, I, I got back into the hobby a few years ago, and um, I did it to 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 relax and just paint and chill out. And, and mm. some friends sort of said, "Oh, hey, come and." come and join this club and we'll play some games and stuff like that and then all of a sudden I was like oh there's, there's tournaments and things like that and I was like oh, I'm not really sure and they and eventually like sort of dragged me along to one and I was hooked from the get-go like it, it's it's a really really amazing atmosphere environment community um, I know you've just done your your episode on community and and a lot of that kind of reflects in that there is a positive side to to the the tournament community and a lot of people still have that feeling of oh it's the tryhards it's the metalists it's mm. the this that and the other um it's really not it, it is super friendly um and super fun and yeah i just recommend you know getting along to a tournament and just rolling some dice because the thing is the main pull for me uh, with with the tournament scene is um is one that is you know trying to to play your best and you know get that two and one win record or you know go undefeated or whatever it might be or get best sportsman award or best painted army um but it's also the fact that i get to play people i've never met i get to meet all these new cool people um who all have a like the same interest as everyone else um so yeah it, it's just a really great place to be so um and now that joining in that uh, joining in that shared passion isn't it? exactly you know we all yeah. have that one common common ground you know so it, it's where we we get to to share that with you know in some cases like two three four hundred 
to a thousand people and you know when you're talking at some of the big events like you know the lvo and you know adepticon and all that sort of stuff which are at the moment a pipe dream for me but <laughs> that sounds so yeah. cool i bet the traveling must be amazing yeah i mean i i tend to do sort of more i've got like a more of a local events kind of pool so i, I go to a couple of events like in my local area but um i've done a few few bigger ones as well but like uh, i'm planning obviously with the world coming back to some kind of normality to to do some bigger ones so i've got a couple of big events booked in for next year and then lvo 2023 is the is the goal so um yeah that's going to be fun and a big event as well tell me about that i've never heard of that lvo so the Las Vegas Open, yeah. So oh my um, basically, yeah, it's it's the biggest biggest Warhammer 40k tournament in the world. Um, that I think they're going to break a thousand players this year. Um, not good to say. Oh my no, god! No, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I feel like um, I'm in an anime right now. Yeah, no, it's so cool. It's 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 <laughs> awesome. But it's um basically so the tournament circuit. It, it, there's lots of different ones. So you've got there's there's but there's two kind of main tournament circuits around the world, and then you've also got the Games Workshop um, opens, which they just started doing again, because um, Games Workshop originally came out of the tournament scene. Um, and weren't involved in it at all and then other organizations like frontline gaming who is a, is a store in in america but they run a tournament circuit which is now worldwide frontline hit us up we would love to yeah. give you a shout out yeah, i won't hesitate for a second hit us up frontline get on it they're um, they're pretty awesome you know they run the itc so the international tournament circuit um and you know it, it's um it's it's massive it's worldwide like i mean it really is and um the season closer is the las vegas open so at the end of the itc season the las vegas open is the last tournament and they announced the winner at the end of that tournament of the itc who is the number one player in the world effectively holy um, shit <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's, oh my it's goodness they, they win a lot they you know there's a pro there's a big prize pool money on it you know you can win like best orc best uh, <coughs> oh. yeah, yeah exactly you know best you can get all these best like best faction things and all that sort of stuff so um you know best best in your in your country best in your region um there's so many prizes up for grabs but yeah the lvo is something special and games workshop have started to pay attention to it as well so they announced a lot of releases and things around it um obviously last year it didn't or earlier this year it didn't happen because of of, of covid so they they brought in what they called the the las vegas nopen which was a stream event oh really cool. wow um so yeah like um yeah it's massive it's huge and then you've got i mean that's not that's not you know that's the biggest one in the world but you know you've got other circuits as well so there's another one which is called the world team championships the wtc yeah um, that's a team tournament based format which i'm gonna oh honest, wow I don't know a lot about it because I've never played in one, um, but they they do a world championships. Um, I must say that uh, England are the reigning champions at the moment. So of course, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the UK are the the champs in that regard. Yeah, aren't in, they? Like, England, England are the reigning champs. Yeah, yeah. He used to know someone that that did the the team stuff, and he was he was quite proud that he was you know, well yeah. you know part of the, the the winning team, you know, the reigning yeah. champs, and it was like okay and. But the amount of passion that was like he had for it, and the excitement and everything else, it was it's kind of intoxicating. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you do, and you kind of get like you know this image of you know because we see people like you know your streamers and your and and um, content creators now that are getting more more famous and more in the in the 
public eye kind of thing. GW um, needs to look at the esports scene, man, because the esports well, scene is really blowing up, and that's and that competitive aspect gets attention, it gets views, well, it gets eyes. It, we're starting to dip our toes in there. There is, there is. Hell yeah. The, 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 the Warhammer scene is dipping its toes, you know, there is um, stuff going on with that. So, but yeah, it's, it's you know, you've got your, you know, we, people know about people like, you know, Tabletop Tactics, Tabletop Titans, um, all of these channels on YouTube. And um, I'm just saying the ones that got Tabletop in the name, but you know. Play on Tabletop. There. <laughs> play on, yeah, play on Tabletop, you know. But then you've also got like, you've got a lot of players that are getting that way because, um, you know, because they're winning tournaments all the time and they're always in the rankings. So you've got the likes of like Nick Nanavati, Sean Naden, mm -hmm. uh, Richard Siegler, like the Art of War coaches and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it's it's massive. And I know there's a been, you know, since ninth edition's dropped, there's been a little bit of blowback that Warhammer's got a bit too competitive. But I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's a bit of a weird, weird. So I'm not sure to, to be honest. I mean, so we've we've had this discussion before, Matt, about competitive mm -hmm. and narrative play and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I, I did do tournaments when I was younger, and mm -hmm. it, it was a friend of mine that turned around and said, "Dude, you're acting like a bit of a dick." So I stopped <laughs> doing them because apparently competitiveness doesn't suit me. Um, so I, I prefer the narrative stuff now. But I find actually that ninth is a lot more narrative driven nowadays than it is competitive. Um, I'd sort of say yes and no because obviously you've got Crusade, which is the big push in that, but yeah. the the, the the grand mission the grand tournament mission pack you know it's in the mm. name that's very driven it's very like the idea of these like primary score and secondary score it's very um it's it's in the aim of trying to balance it i mean you know we all know warhammer will never be balanced <laughs> never, that's never been, yeah, it's, it's, i although, think you know, i think that's why competitive play is healthy because it encourages balancing the game to make a more balanced competitive experience so I, I agree with that, but then there are people that would say that's, that, that it's it's broken it because then you do get... So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk about, like, the the fact that, you know, competitive play isn't all roses all the time. Like, we've had a bit of a a weird start to ninth with with because of, of the way we haven't been able to get to tournaments and things like that. The, the meta's not really shifted, so you get tournament metas, just like you do in video games and all that sort of stuff. You get you get a tournament meta where certain armies are the powerful ones and certain armies are the weaker ones. And that changes fairly regularly, but this year it hasn't because there wasn't enough tournaments to, to kind of measure that meta. Um, so it was a bit stagnant for a while, but you know, with the balanced data slate that uh, they dropped on Warhammer community, things are looking a bit more positive. Um, and hopefully like if that continues, you know, every three months they're looking at the game, trying to, see how they can keep it balanced that's that to me is a massive positive so that's awesome yeah what uh what armies do you rock up with competitive? so um so i play i play uh so i currently collect uh i've got three factions at the moment um uh so but to be fair like you know you can rock up to to the tournament with any you know army it tends to be a two thousand point game limit but um i collect uh, adeptus mechanicus uh, Necrons and Grey Knights at the moment. That's so, awesome. Um, I'm currently building my Grey Knights, so they're not quite ready, but they're going to be what I'm taking to the, the tournaments next year. And uh, anybody who is listening who is a tournament person will know that they're very good at the moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then, you know, uh, my, my Admech army, to be fair, to the last six months, they've been one of the top two dogs as well. But, um, but I'm actually running Necrons at the moment. 
So, um, who are probably. I have to say, dude, your Necrons, if I I know I've already said it before, but your Necrons look absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah, they're uh, based on a color scheme based on a a video game that I'm very fond of. So, um, yeah, they're they're very cool. Oh, I gotta gotta look at those images. So, yeah, they're uh, they're very cool. Like, so I'm a big, I used to be a big Destiny player. So, they're based on one of the alien races from Destiny. So, oh, that's so um, dope. Yeah, so really cool. Like they're all grimy and kind of like yeah, really cool. I love, I love um, themed armies. Like when they're themed around some things. Like oh, ah, yeah. that paint scheme from Halo or uh, so, you know something fancy and weird. I've seen yeah. one before now where it's based on Fortnite, which is yeah. really bizarre. That's so silly. Army, but... I've seen a really cool Space Marine army. Just to go on a slight tangent, but I've seen a really cool Space Marine army where they three D printed uh, Master Chief Spartan helmets for the Space Marines. It was really cool. Oh wow! <laughs> it was so Holy cool. Holy cow! Um, anyway, legend, yeah, um, yeah, very, very cool. But yeah, it, it's so. Um, I, but to be fair, like, so, so I used to play a lot of tournaments in the previous edition, in Eighth Edition. Um, I had an Eldar army, which I've sadly. Um, parted with which i'm absolutely gutted about to be honest um but it's um it, it's you know it that was a that was a nasty army in its day but no i'm currently running the necrons who are okay they they've seen better days but um the they've just had a bit of an update which has given them a bit of health and um hopefully a few points changes might see them better off but uh, I, I quite like playing an army that's not the best i like to work a little yeah. bit um, test, just give test. it to me you straight. Want to, you want a challenge, you don't want it to be just like a walkover, you want an yeah. actual, a, an yeah, actual I'm, game. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prod my, my, my buddy George, who is on the Real Space Raiders podcast, because he's, uh, he's currently doing very well in the tournament circuit in the oh, UK, wow. and I'm just gonna, t- I'm just gonna tell him, because he's, because he's got a broken army. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, George. I mean, <laughs> one thing I find interesting, and it's, it's obviously like you mentioned earlier, like the time scene does have that you know there's a bit of a negative aura about it and me personally I have, I've seen that negative aura mm-hmm. when you've got people like the meta chasing and they'll buy up a whole army and then the week after a couple of weeks later they're selling it off and buying a whole new one and... that still happens I mean yeah I think that was like one of my issues as well because I've been a, a stoic like marine player like the entire time and it's like I don't I don't want to be chasing after another army. I don't want to be doing another army. I'm, I'm happy with the army I've got. So I mean, I think I think there's a there's a thing with that a little bit. Like there are people who do meta chase. Um, mm. My personal opinion, I don't. I don't like it. Um, I like to. I mean, yes, I've said you know two of the factions I collect happen to be very powerful at the moment. But um, the, you know, my admet collection collection is actually very thematic. Um, mm. I, I buy the models that I think are cool, you know. Um, my Grey Knights, you know, my Grey Knights are a, a, a cool army. Uh, it just so happens that, you know, the, the models I happen to own happen to be pretty good. Um, but, you know, there will be a day when, I don't know, uh, you know, Tyranids are on top, of, uh, you know, one of the big factions at the moment that are doing really well because of a new update. And 
I have no interest in buying 400 million gaunts. Like, I don't, I don't care about that. Like, you know, or like, you know, it's, it's the, the funny one with is the, the the big meta one at the moment that's been a talking point. And I'm not going to lie, I don't feel sorry for any of the people who did this. Was um, there's a list called Orc Buggy Spam. Whoa! Let's yeah. fucking go! Yeah. Please don't. Not that. I was like, say it, say it, say it, motherfucker. It was, yeah, and that was a problem, you know. But people went out and they bought like 18, 18 buggies, and it's just like, oh my just god, go, what? A, like, thank God, G DW have nerfed it. But I, I don't, I don't feel sorry for any of the people that have got like, you know, twelve of them on eBay now because they can only take three. Right. Like, I don't feel bad for you, but at the end of the day if that's what you want to do to enjoy your hobby if you want to play competitive and you want to win then go for it um yeah. i think you know you said it last week in uh, in the episode about community this 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 hobby is enjoyed the way you want to enjoy it so yeah. um for me I, I like playing a couple of factions you know i said i'm I'm really gutted that i've had to sell my elder army because i absolutely love them but um yeah, it, it is what it is, but you know, you can't. I can't afford grey knights when you've when I've got five Eldar planes that I can't use. See, when you say Eldar, <laughs> when you see Eldar, it just throws me back to like early, early seventh edition mm -hmm. when tournaments, and and they were they were bloody nasty then. Old jet bike, yeah. Like, they just yeah. Shiver down my just, spine. just give it to me straight, okay? How are orcs in competitive? So, um, so yeah, so it's it's funny. That, so um, you, you've got a lot of these guys who are, are big like content creators who do like um, like tier lists um, and things like that. And and you know I, I don't think they're that needed, but you know I think there is a little bit of that to, to the game. But it's the same with any any video game or competitive game or anything like that. So um, orcs are in a good spot. They're in a good spot. They've they've got a new codex, which is which is great. You know, having a ninth edition codex at the moment is a good thing. There are there is a bit of you know, you know again, sorry to talk about negative because most of the tournament scene is is really positive, and I will get get to that. I promise. But um, there is a little bit of haves versus have-nots. You know, the ninth edition codexes are dominating the tournament scene, whereas the eighth edition codexes are struggling a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, it's. Um, Orcs are doing well. I mean, the buggy spam list was oppressively, like obnoxiously horrible. But they have got some. They have got some cool, interesting builds like kill rigs, kill rigs, was bomb blaster jets. You know, things like that. Very interesting. Like, like them a lot. Hold on to your docker, boys. This yeah. is gonna be a good and proper it's, it's exactly like that, yeah, basically. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, I quite like. There's a there's a list going around at the moment which uses one of the uh, supplement books, which is uh, the Speedwar uh, oh, Army wow. of Renown, and it, it makes your bikes objective secured, and it's just that's kind of crazy. That's oh crazy. shit, man! I feel the wah energy hopping me up. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit scary, but I got so, I got yeah. a question though. Um, yeah. God, I'm so glad I get to ask this. Have you ever <laughs> seen an orc player win a game? And just completely just shout "wah" when he won. Oh man, you uh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Oh it's, my god! It's very regular to hear a "wah" at tournament. Yes, let's fucking go. Before yeah. you ask that question, Sean reminds me of a guy who used to go to our lo local tournament scene, and he oh, would literally shit. kick the door open, yeah. shout "wah." Go set up, play his games. Yeah. Shout wag every victory. 
this dude just sounds like a giga chad like just picture yeah, yeah. giga chad yeah. busts through the door says nothing goes wah says nothing plays a game beats everyone still says nothing goes wah and then leaves yeah, yeah no, pretty much yeah the, like as the, soon as like you could be on the far end of the hall and you'd hear that door burst open and hear someone shout wag and you go yep that's it derek's here let's fucking go yeah, there's those. There's a lot of you get. You get a few wires. It's Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. That man, that orc energy, that wire energy is crack, man. Like, I have a um. You have you guys seen Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know it's like the heart of the cards and that and that silliness. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's the war of the dice. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like that. It's definitely. I must say. You know, you, you never have a bad game against an old player. They're just always fun. Yeah. Just always good laugh, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you do get that. It's uh, it is fun, you know. But uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's it's always good. Oh, and and like I said, orcs are orcs are doing good. You know, they're they're definitely uh they're definitely a faction on the rise. Happiness, so. man. I'm in such a good <laughs> place right now. <laughs> definitely. Repping my green boys. <laughs> okay, so I've I've got a question. Okay, because uh, this this has come up quite a, a few times, like uh, painting session Discord nights, mm -hmm. and people are talking like tournament scenes in different places, like UK, US, and stuff. Do you feel like there are different metas depending on where you're from? Because I've heard it a few times where there's like someone from the US is talking to someone from the UK, and one's mentioned one sort of meta, and the other one's mentioning something completely different. Do you feel like there is depending on where you? Uh, from in the world that there is a different meta or there can yeah. be different metas a hundred percent yeah um it's it, it i'd say it even comes down to like a, a locality like so um you know i'd say like you know the local tournaments i go to for my my local rtts um which are smaller events um you know that has a certain meta which is probably fairly i'd say it's fairly space marine dominated whereas mm. you know if you look at the meta uh, like the typical worldwide meta at the moment which because there is a worldwide one and then there's like smaller ones everywhere else um the typical worldwide meta at the moment is dominated by drakari is dominated by gray knights and is dominated by tyranids um but it, it, it's you know as of recording <laughs> but um yeah but but you know you go down to like if you look at like my favorite meta to watch because i always keep an eye on it because it's just bonkers is the australian meta it's really weird <laughs> it's just like okay. so, some, someone will just like you know we're like sat here going oh cool we've got like a tournament where we've got like a i don't know gray knights with like three dread knights a grandmaster and you know a load of interceptors and all that sort of stuff somebody will win a tournament in 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 uh australia with like 300 gaunts or like or like you know, two hundred and forty cultists or something stupid, and you just go, "What?" <laughs> like, they're just like absolute troll list. It, it's it's crazy. Like it is really weird. But yeah, like and to be fair, like they always they sort of there used to be an ongoing like sort of line that the um the UK meta was six months ahead of everyone else. But <laughs> I, I I disagree with that. Like I do I I think the UK meta is just different, and the American mm. meta is just different. And to be fair, I think you know. 
there's some great players over here like, uh, you know, they've just had the Warhammer Open in Austin and uh, there's a great player from, from the UK, uh, from Glasshammer Gaming called Manny Chima. And uh, he went over to Austin and he came in the top four um, with his list. And, and you know, it, it was slightly different to what the Americans were taking. It took, them by, it took a couple of them by surprise, but, you know, it wasn't... The, the, in the top four, I think at that event was two Drakari lists and two Tyranid lists, and his was one of them. And the other Tyranid list wasn't dissimilar. It was it wasn't quite as um, spammy, shall we say? But it was, uh, yeah, it was. It's it's it, there's minor changes, like I said. It, like you know, my local meta when when I go to my my events at uh, local store Curtain Games, it's um they're they're quite Space Marine dominated just because. Most people collect Space Marines in that area, and there are just a lot of Space Marines around. So, um, mm. yeah. The thing that, that like sprang to my mind the other night when we were on the, the the painting session, and someone mentioned about a tournament in their area and what the meta was, and then I was I was on the online at the time, just perusing through various threads and uh, forums and stuff, and just the difference between the different metas, which just it interested me because I didn't realise there was there was such a variation. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there is quite a bit of variation, but it, I said it's kind of small, but it, it sort of depends, again, on the tournament you go into. Like, if you know the terrain's going to be, like, good, if the, or if you know that there's a certain player who goes every time that's always on the top tables, who plays XYZ Army, can you tailor yours to kind of have a go against him or stand mm. a chance, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, like the Eldar list of old. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been hearing go. rumors that Eldar, Eldar stuff will be coming out soon. Yeah, you might you might be so. able to to bring that list back from the dead. Oh Maybe. God, I hope not. That I would be great. Not. Every well, grooming we... tournament I went to, there was always this same guy in our local area. Oh same no! Guy on the top table with the damn jet bike list. It was so irritating. <laughs> to be fair, that that was me in eighth edition with, with uh, five planes. So. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I shake my fist in your general direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, sitting there yeah. waving. I'm like, notice me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it, that was definitely me with the uh, the, the five planes <laughs> i just i feel like i'd be that little i I feel like i'd be that dork in my first tournament where i'd paint myself green and i'd dick out in all my orc merch show up with my army and they were like oh yeah first time uh, <laughs> you're one uh, of those guys it's, hey right, it, it still it still happens i mean i've got a shout out to a good friend of mine who's he's no longer on on the the content creation path anymore mr mr b bone from tabletop tactics uh did uh appear at lvo uh, with his towel in a toga <laughs> oh wow legend legend <laughs> no, basically what, what legends never die when sean comes over to the uk to visit i'm gonna make mm -hmm. i have to make sure that he schedules his visit at the same time that you're going to a tournament and we take him along as the orc mascot yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Get, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Get, get definitely. it in. Get it in. A hundred percent. That paint I'm gonna get like a I'm gonna get a crazy haircut. I'm gonna get that paint job going. Um just dick out in all my orc merch. And I'm gonna be like, Oi, what's up, lads? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Do you know what that's the thing about events? Because the thing is with talk with the tournaments, if you get to the bigger ones, they're not just tournaments, they're events. They've got mm. they've got stores, they've got shows. So like one of the biggest ones I've been to is is and I can't wait for the next year next year's one, I'm so excited. Um, is Beachhead, which is in Bournemouth in the south 
southwest, uh, south fish of England. Um, sorry, I'm in the southwest of England. It's in the south somewhere. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, you're, uh, you're probably about right there. South-ish, yeah. if south-ish, um, ish. and uh, it, it's it's a massive event and it's a big show and they've got like all sorts of stuff. And like one of the things they had, which was hilarious because I wasn't, I wasn't, I was playing in the 40 K event. I wasn't paying any attention to this really until every so often you heard them in the corner was there was a Titan joust. So they had full size, um, you know, forge world warlord Titans. Get the like, fuck like, out. Oh my yeah, I think, God. What? I think it was some- I think it was something like there was about eighty grand, eighty thousand pounds worth of, of uh, miniatures on the on the that board. Like oh my Titan, god! That sounds like the Titan Club, the Titan Walk. Yeah, it probably was, and they oh, played. They, they played like basically it played Adeptus Titanicus, but full yeah. size. Oh my god! And every time a Titan died, you just heard from the room where they were playing engine kill. And it was just like, yeah. Oh my God. Like, and we Holy just sat in the sort of 40 K hall. Like what's going on? What's going on <laughs> like, over there? Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. So it's, um, yeah. Like, you know, when you get to the big tournaments, like your, your Las Vegas opens, like your, uh, London grand tournaments, things like that. Like they, they're, they're shows. They're not just, um, they're not just, uh, a tournament there they're there an God, event man. so i need to i need to look up the the las vegas open see see if i can see if i can finesse my way in and just and just roll some video or interview someone yeah oh man they'd probably be there's some there's some big um this well they the biggest players will be there so you know you always get get them so there are some some very big names out there who are constantly winning tournaments and um, save up jealous. to take a bus to vegas yeah yeah get a quick but flight there's there's big tournament circuits everywhere in the in the US, man. Like you know, I keep an eye on a lot of them because they are where a lot of the good the good players are. And there's there's you know wherever you're based, like there's I know there's one in like like the 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 Pacific Northwest. I know there's like a big circuit around the New York area. Um, the Florida area is massive as well. So there's there's a lot of um a lot of big circuits around there. God, I'd be terrified of playing a New York circuit, man. They they'd be I mean, mean. That's where Mr. That's where Mr. Sean Naden is, and I, uh, I, I, I still argue he is the best player on the planet. He's he's one of my favorites. Uh, tell me about this the Sean character. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. 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 Naden, Sean Naden is a wizard. Um, so Sean Naden is an Eldari player. He plays um, all forms of Eldari, whether it's Drakari, uh, Harlequins, or Craft Welders, um, or Yanari as well. Might as well um, call him Karn. Ah, uh, he Kane. he is he is ah. Uh, but he brings like he brings a list to a tournament that nobody on this planet would be able to run would be able to work out how it works and he wins and you just go how do you do this that's amazing <laughs> he's, he's, a, like he's a phenomenal player there's a couple of really good players like um i must admit he i think he's the best player in the world my personal favorite player at the moment um who i keep an eye on is a guy called richard siegler who's one of the art, art of war coaches um, so there's a there's a team called Art of War and they do coaching service and all sorts of stuff. They're really great guys. They they seem to be really good. And he's one of the reasons I really like him is he he does something which I think is becoming really popular in the tournament circuit and it's a real big positive. That again I think is one of the positive reasons behind tournaments is he plays by intention. So if you intend a model to be more than nine inches away, 
it is more than nine inches away. You just have to go, yeah, okay, cool. That's where it is. Like if it's 9.1 or 9.2, it doesn't matter. It's meant to be nine inches away. That's where you meant to put it. It's okay. And his idea of playing in tournaments and one of the reasons why he's the best player in the world is he he wants to win because he's better. He doesn't want to win because of a mistake or a dodgy dice roll or a, a, a bit of a rules query. He wants to win because he's had the better game and I really like that about him and he's he's a very very clever um player and and by by the sounds of it not only is he a very nice person he's a very clever person because I think he's just about to get his PhD <laughs> so oh that's awesome he's a, he's, he's a professor and he uh, as well as a 40k player so yeah he's um oh, he's a man. pretty clever guy so he sounds uh, like my cat kind of guy to be honest it's, like we're I, still in anime realm he's gonna get somewhere it's like if he's gonna win it's gonna be by merit and merit on like yeah, he's he's a fantastic. He seems to be a really fantastic guy, and there really are some, you know, great. As you know, you guys said it last last time in the in the community um, episode. It's, there's some really great guys in this hobby. This, and and that, you know, you do always, you do occasionally get the what uh, what people call that guy at a tournament mm. who is a is a bit of a, a grognard or a tryhard or something like that. But you know, you, it's the same with anything. Like you can go to your local gaming club or your local store and just you know i want to pick up game and all of a sudden some guy brings like you know you've got like a bunch of guardsmen and this guy brings a knight and you go oh great cool help <laughs> yeah like, you know that's all, that's all it takes but yeah at the end of the day yeah you definitely get those guys wherever yeah. you go really but you get that in any sport you know i, I play i you know I, I used to play golf for a living and and it was you, you get that on the golf course where you get somebody who's like a rules like like you know you've got to do that exact thing you just go oh come on man like you know it's it is what it is like. I punk those guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hey, it's the game at the end of the day. It's, yep. So, um, and and that's that's the that's where I think the tournament circuit is really positive. Is you go and play your tournament and you can get whatever you want out of it. So for me, whenever I go to a tournament, I just want to get a winning record and have a nice time. So I I like to if it's a five game event, I like to go three and two or four and one. Um, you know, that's I, awesome. I like to i'd like to that's what i like to do i, I don't like to i don't want to go and i'm, I'm not going to go and try and win them like you know if i win it's a bonus um but you know i, I actually really like I've, I've won it won them a couple of times like one of my favorite awards to win is always the sportsman trophy so there's always a best opponent trophy a best painted trophy all that kind of thing um i always like winning the, the best opponent because that's like you know that's a nice one to win like you know you were you, you've you've played five people and they've all sort of said hey this was my favorite game like that that to me is a is a big a big thing and i love i love tournaments that do that and i must say i'm I'm actually uh at time of recording about to go to a tournament tomorrow um and they've said that their um their biggest trophy is the sportsman award which i think is really cool that's awesome that really does that's encourage a good tomorrow sportsman. isn't it yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, mad for miniatures 40k event. I've never been to one one of theirs before, so I'm excited. But um, oh, I'm gonna see awesome. what they're like. But yeah, so it's it's only a small one, so you know you've got lots of different st sizes of events. But um, you know they start with what they call the RTT, or used to stand for Round Table Tournament. But I don't I don't really know what it stands for now. They just, I think it's just kind of stuck. Um, they tend to be smaller, so they're normally one day, maybe three games um 20 25 players something like that maximum uh, then yeah. you get what you call your gt um your grand tournament and uh according to the itc who who do this i think they're up to about 60 players um and they have to be five games minimum to get a gt ranking over two days and then after that you get your major 
which is like 60 and over. And then I think once they break about the 150 mark, they get turned into what they call the super major. Um, and you've got a few of those. My days. Oh my goodness, yeah. man. <sighs> what? It sounds like a hell of a journey. It, it, is, it is, but it is, it's just fun. Like you've just, yeah. you know, and it's, it is about like, you know, building that, um, competitive, you know, I, I really enjoy like the list building and trying to work out like, oh, what can I take in my army and what's good and what's bad and how can I make this thing work? And yeah, like, you know, That's at the fun. moment, like, I'm, yeah, it is really fun. And I, and I mean, like, at the moment, like I said, I'm playing my Necrons and they're in an okay state, but like, I've still got to kind of work it out. And like, I'm sort of semi determined to always take the Silent King because I love him. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> even, even though he's like a quarter of my army, but <laughs> it's like, um, I'm like always like I want to get this guy on the table just because he's cool. So, um, Mini um, Apothecary, didn't we mention this when we were talking about Necrons? But like, do you think people play him? People play him, right? Oh it's yeah, great. yeah. We we did mention that like when we were recording the the, the Necron one because I've I've seen loads of pictures of people like paint him. There's like loads yeah. of people out there like yeah we've we've painted him, um, but I've never seen. I've never seen him on the tabletop. Oh, I use him all the time. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So much fun. I mean, when he first, when when Ninth Edition first came out, and Necrons and Space Marines were the, the two books. The 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 Necron build was the Silver Tide, which was the Silent King and as many warriors as you could fit in an army, um, mm. because it was just scary. Like it was just how can you get through all these warriors? And then oh my god, this guy's behind them, like buffing them up. But yeah, I really like him. He's he, he's he's really cool. Um, that's he's, so cool. he's very good. He's expense. He's he's a bit points heavy, but you know that's where um, you know our, our our overlords at Games Workshop need to uh, you know I, I've got you know I love them as a company. I think actually not. I think sometimes they get a bit too much of a hard time, um, yeah. especially lately. Um, I think generally what they do is pretty positive. Yeah, they make mistakes, but you know I've worked for some pretty terrible companies before, so yeah, you know, I, I don't think they're they're horrendous. They've made some bad decisions, I think, this year in, in stuff, but like there's people like moaning like, you know, the custodies codex has been delayed. That's not their problem. That's the shipping issues. Like Yeah. You no, know, you know, sorry, I might have triggered a few people there, but you know, the GW I mean things are things are not in their control country. all the time. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So but you know, I I mean I'd love them to go to a digital rule set and I mean I know the codex is a pretty but I think it would be easier to update if they went to a digital rule set and that's the that's the controversial topic at the moment but yeah. uh, it's um yeah I think you know I, I feel like people would buy the codex anyways though yeah, yeah exactly exactly like it's exactly. just such a staple it's such a thing I know I would I don't give a I'll still go to my my uh um my local GW and buy a hard copy yeah, you know? exactly. Like, even exactly. if I get the, the online one on my phone first, they're just yeah. so yeah. awesome. They're, you get extra that, stuff with it. That would well, be, that would be it. You can kind of do that anyway, can't you? Because you've got the, the Warhammer 40k app, and obviously if you've got a hard copy, we, you can we, use the we don't, we, don't, then... we don't talk about that app. We don't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that dumpster fire. Oh, look, there it is. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, it's uh, no. it's about as disappointing as opening up a dating app. Yeah, uh, yeah. for the most part, yeah, I think <laughs> definitely. I, I, I've heard, I've heard, mi I've heard mixed, you know, results it's, it's, from that. If, uh, from which one are we talking about? The forty k app or the dating ones? The forty k app is is it's a shame because it's a really good idea. Yeah, and in it's it's really it, it's. 
it's nearly there. It's so nearly there. And it looks good. It's, it's a good looking app. It, exactly, exactly. But it's not quite it's not quite there yet, um, which is a shame because I feel like, you know, they should have they should have launched it there. Like, it's not that difficult to make an app, surely. Like, you know, yeah. um, especially with the money that they, they kick out. But, um, but you know, it, it's like the the positive thing with GW now is they are supporting tournaments. You know, you've got the Meta Watch articles on, on mm-hmm. Warhammer Community now. Um, they're doing their really own. enjoyable to read. Yeah, they're they're Actually, great. Um, I I'm I completely not like I'm not gonna, well except for maybe one or two. Like if if obviously we discussed previously, Matt, you you know you go yeah. in and and once once the pandemic's over, I might join you for a you know a couple of games somewhere. But other than like that with a friend, going with a friend maybe, I'm not. My intention is not to get back into the tournament scene. Like I'll, I'll leave it to you guys to deal with. <laughs> I'll definitely. But, dip my toe in it and try it really interesting to read to be honest it is because they're getting the, i mean you know one of the big things that, that games workshop did was hire mike brandt who's the uh so he used to run the nova open um mm. uh, which is like a charitable charitable foundation yes. and a big tournament and um yeah and, and they've they and they had like their own format and stuff and he's influenced a lot of the ways that uh, the competitive side of the game is is gone um and he's obviously started the meta watch articles so he gets a lot of um the best players in the world to write some some articles for, for games workshop and um for warhammer community and then you know but also he's he started the, the tournament circuit out again so you've just had the the us open events which have been really successful by the sounds of it um i want to shout out to mr mr siegler who won all three um nice so, um shout out uh, yeah um. yeah no. and, but they're, they're coming back to the uk so they're gonna they're, i think they've got uk versions next year so um i think there's going to be a south a midlands and a, a, a northern open next year and then a final in london so you um, going uh, if they if they if they announce them, I, I'm sure I will be at one or or, or some of them. Uh, whether they'll be at Warhammer World as well, you know, they, they they have said that the Warhammer World events are scheduled to return next year. You know, yeah. So that that would be awesome because um, I've not actually played at an event at Warhammer World. Um, so uh, that would be. That would be I, I've done one many 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 moons ago. Yeah, yeah, but um, no, I'd I'd love to I'd love to do that, but uh, but yeah, they're really supporting it again, which is really good. And I know some people don't like it because they've said, oh, it's getting too much attention. But um, you know, the, the good thing is, is the more the tournament scene thrives, one, the better the game does become overall more balanced for just general play. Bingo. Uh, you know, you you don't you don't want you know when you're just having your beer and pretzels game to to rock up and just play like, oh, okay, cool, I've brought my. I don't know my guard list and you've brought your grey knights and because grey knights are so overpowered that you just there's no fun in that like the fun games lose out if the competitive scene doesn't exist in my mm. opinion but um but yeah you know but then you also get all these crazy cool models and then you get people that like some of the some of the you know some of the reasons some people go to tournaments is they want to play a few games but also they want to win best painted um and yeah. they get like their armies some of the armies i've played against are beautiful like really crazy stunning like uh um and and that's really cool to see because you see a bit of everything like you know there's always some guy at a big tournament who brings a titan because there's always one. Oh my <laughs> goodness <laughs> there's always one who brings a warhound titan and loses all five games but has a great time you know so um yeah. 
and that's the, the end of the day. I think I think my biggest advice to anybody who who's looking to go to a tournament is just do it. Um, don't go with any expectation that you're going to win the event or you're going to win eight games or five games or however many games are in the tournament. Just go meet some people, um, you know, and have fun, roll dice, and just have a good time because they are genuinely really fun um i really love love the love and and you know the, it's it's not just the tournament side though it's like the, the game itself the, pra- the 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 competitive side of the game is is fun too we all like to win like whether we're playing you know space marine heroes or whatever we you still want to win the game right <laughs> and i think that's i mean that's definitely something i remember like when i first started i spent like three years losing every match until i finally got a win and then did, did and jo- went and joined like a local tournament and I, I must have spent another two years losing every tournament match yeah. until I think one guy took pity on me bless him and and, and th- threw the game yeah. well I, I remember like one of the first like big tournaments well one of the uh, one of the first bigger tournaments I sort of went to um I was about to go to um a really big event and I had my Eldar list and I was really confident in it and I was working really well in practice and I went to a, a, a fairly local tournament but like over a two-day event and I got absolutely smashed um and I was really down about it and then I went to the, the next tournament a couple of weeks later and I'd made a couple of changes not much but a couple of changes but I practiced a bit more and I you know I went four and two and finished top 15 out of 130 players like so um you know it's it, it is it's all fun like you know at the end of the day you you, you can have you can have bad bad games bad dice you know it, it's it's a dice game at the end of the day you can strategize all you want if the dice turn off sometimes that's that's it you know and then yeah. turn on you <laughs> they can do although i'm i'm quite badly known for rolling sixes but um <laughs> it's, it's it's a matte thing yeah i swear it's You're, a matte thing you want to you want to know how the wall the dice works so the wild the dice, you know how in lore when orcs when enough orcs believe in go. something Shut up, Matt <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. one of y'all. You know which one you know which which Matt you are, Matt. <laughs> um where Tin Hat indeed. Where orcs when enough of them are gathered around the wa energy will will shift reality to make itself. So yeah. Um, with the wall of the dice, if you believe that you're going to have kick-ass rolls, unwavering yeah, yeah. belief, then you're going to just have kick-ass rolls and just stomp your opponent, you know, and, but it's, there's it's been, a, there's been a few times where I've called a six and it's, it's come up, yeah. <laughs> which exactly. is always fun. You just go six and it's just dropped. But, but it's a double-edged sword though, because you got to be aggressive like an orc, because if you play, pres- um, if you play preservative, um, it it'll turn on you. The wild energy will collapse. <laughs> you need no. you need wild energy. Like if you're not an aggressively playing, the wild of the dice will turn on you. Yeah, it does. It does occasionally, but that's the thing. The, you know, the dice the dice level out. They average out. So yeah, it, it's all, all fun. That's that's my tin hat. Not only are your rolls good, but it also crumps your opponent's rolls. The war, the dice. I literally did it last last week, week before, playing a, just a couple of little games with a friend of mine. He, did, he dealt three wounds. I was like, okay, I need three sixes. And I rolled, and it was three sixes. I was like, my brother from across the room go, are you still doing that? You know, you haven't played for, like, the entirety of eight. How are you still rolling sixes like a 
plumbing champ. It's like, whoops. Yeah. Just yeah, roll the dice. I'm, I'm going to public. I know that played that are also, you know, then math, their, their, their name is Matthew. They're really good at rolling like fives and sixes when they really need them. Yeah, I'm going to publicly apologize to a buddy of mine, Mac, who I play uh, quite regularly, who actually bought my Elder Army off me. So thanks, Mac. But um, <laughs> uh, I played against him fairly recently in a, in a tournament practice game. And uh, I was playing my Necrons and he killed, I think he killed like 18 of my warrior squad of my 20 man warrior brick. And I uh, managed to pass the morale. I think I like kept one and I used the, the resurrection orb and I brought, I think, 17 of the 18 back. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He was he was like, how how have you just done that? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> feels feels bad, man. Feels... Yeah, it, it was. So yeah, sorry, man. Oh um, my god! It's not the first time I've done it to him either, so it's really that's bad. So oh, funny. That's, that's but, yeah, but yeah, no, and uh, me, an orc player. Yeah, I get to crump you again. Yeah, I always had I, like I always had a thing about like a really superstitious when I were doing it, like when when I was on playing tournament games like no don't touch my dice like you'll you'll jinx my dice yeah there can be a little bit of that i only use the same set of dice for for anything so i'm i'm a little bit i'm not a superstitious person normally but uh the uh the the i'm gonna, gonna name drop again i'm really sorry this tabletop tactics red gem dice never leave my side never never leave me so uh i'm always uh always gonna yeah Sorry, I'm going to keep plugging them. I'm ter- I'm, I can't help it. I've been on the show three times. I'm actually better going back so <laughs> very soon. So please keep plugging, keep plugging. We we need those juicy, juicy sponsorships. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm I'm going back uh, um, December the 10th. I'm filming. So yeah, cool. that's so awesome. Very, very cool. So you'll see see my Necron list, my tournament Necron list uh, will oh, be on yeah, on their page. Quite a few of the the stuff. Um... And like since you point you like you pointed out, I've been watching them quite closely. And really interesting bunch of guys. Uh, yeah, but yeah, a bunch of guys and girl. Um, because Katie is now the new yeah. member of the team as well. She's great. Um, Rock on. lovely girl. So, um, yeah, they they are. Um, I'd recommend them to anybody. You know, I in my opinion, they're the best uh, best battle report makers out there. So, um, and yeah, I'm very I'm very lucky one... to call them friends. It's very nice. So, I think they're probably one of the actual few that I watch. On a regular, like I, I attention span wise, like I struggle to watch most battle reports. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's it's the ADHD or just me in general. Just I really struggle to follow battle reports sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can follow theirs quite casually. Like I can look away and and be painting and come back to it, and it's okay. Whereas other people I watch and I look away to do a bit of painting and when by the time I look back, I've just lost it. I'm just like, what's going on? Who's yeah, on? yeah. Who's, whose turn is it? Like, I'm, that's it. Yeah. But they, I don't they, think you're they, alone, they, though. <clears throat> they are great. They're great. They're a great, great team. And uh, yeah, like I said, really lucky to to call them uh, call them friends, which is really nice. So uh, mm, yeah, shout awesome. out to, to Lawrence and the team over uh, over there. So they're great. Definitely, definitely <laughs> going to get some names to drop and shout out whenever we, <laughs> when this goes live. That's going to be awesome. But, uh, but yeah, no, they're, they're, they're great. And, um, but then having said that, there's lots of really good content creators out there. Um, 
focusing around the the competitive side for the better as well which is is good because i feel like i've sort of slightly painted it maybe a bit more negative than positive in times but honestly it's it's so positive it's so much fun um yeah you just just if you if you want to go to a tournament you know just go like people get a bit daunted by it i suppose but um i don't think they need to i know i know one piece of warhammer competitive content i want to do i actually want to film a game and um i want to make it into like an anime parody so it's a warhammer game like i'm playing the tabletop game but i'm gonna shoot it and edit it in a way that it's that it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> like yeah, anime warhammer anime whoa ah, someone someone making commentary it's like what's daka daka you know and then someone gives commentary on what the rules are and how it works that would be really cool. Actually. Well, we'll make you B-roll of the players. It's it's funny you say that, like, so because I I quite like um I'm quite into like Dungeons and Dragons, so I'm really into Critical Role and and things like that. I watch a lot of this, that sort of stuff. Oh yeah. And there's a there's a YouTube channel called uh, Corridor Digital, and they do like visual effects stuff. Oh yeah. And they've just done a they've just done a series of um called, it's called Son of a Dungeon, I think. And they've done a Dungeons and Dragons game, but every time it goes into like really cool content, they've made like. Uh, like a uh, like a a digital like CGI kind of crazy yeah yeah world. they they that actually made so the cool. world they're playing in and that's yeah, so, so crazy yeah so that would be yeah it'd be cool to see that in in 40k but know? how hilarious would because I just think it would be so funny all these anime tropes slapping you in the face um, <laughs> but with Warhammer oh my goodness yeah, yeah 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 some 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 poor guy just drowning in dice because this work bike unit puts the, out 180 the classic roll the dice in your opponent impossible yeah, you know yeah as it lands on a six yeah yeah right no, like, exactly yeah just the inner yeah, thoughts and monologue and it'll be multiple sixes oh yeah. my goodness <laughs> but oh, yeah man. no it's it's cool <laughs> i'm definitely gonna give it a try if there's one thing i know is that i kind of i feel like i'm the type of player who loves team role-playing um play for Warhammer, because I saw on um, play on tabletop, um, where it was Space Marines and Tau, and the map was closing, as in they were losing room, and there was a there was one third army that was a Necron army, so there was like I think it was a five hundred points for the two the Tau player and the Space Marine player, and one one thousand to fifteen hundred points. For the Necrons, who were the the other, the third, so it's like you could team up against the Necrons, or you could just fight each other, and you got to make it across the bridge, otherwise the map is continuing to shrink, and that's just awesome. Like, I definitely feel a little bit of competitive narrative team play is is definitely my grind. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, to be and to be fair, like so, you know, one thing I've not really touched on is. Um, is there are different types of competitive events. So I talk about like you know, the the typical standard of like the tournaments with the champions, but you do get the the, the narrative style events. I know there's one um, as as we're recording this today. So what's the date today? It's the 27th of November. There's one going on in <coughs> London called um, uh, the Fun and Fluff Tournament, and basically the it's it's a normal tournament but you can only bring what they call a highlander format which is really cool um so yeah that's that's really interesting so it's like a a different style of of 
of event and then you know you've got um stuff like you know sm battle reports do the no retreat events where they're, they're yeah. invite only but the armies are stunning like wow um so they they only they be basically you have to apply to enter for this event and if your army doesn't look pretty enough it can't go <laughs> like, wow. like it's like okay like it's but then it's like it's it's a premiere event and like they give like when you get your invite you get like a, a wooden box comes in the post and you open it up and it's got dog tags with your name in it and like oh. your entry number and you get like dice and gifts and stuff it's incredible it's really cool i might i might try my hand at entering one one day i've but, seen um, someone so I've said years ago now, with a set of dog tags. That sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah. There's a, like there's a few places. Turned up at a tournament with with like dog tags on and like these other little little bits and bats that he only takes to tournaments. Kind of sh not showing off, but yeah, yeah. Clearly that he was proud of, and that sounds really familiar. That's awesome. That? that sounds awesome, and it also sounds really <clears throat> familiar. Yeah, yeah. So that like I said, I said there's, there's, there is, there's a tournament scene for everyone. Like I said, it's, it's just, you know, it, yeah, it's just like the hobby, really. It's as varied as you want it to be. Is there any there is, positives to it as well? Yeah, definitely. Is there any final thoughts or things you want to say about the competitive scene in Warhammer and, and where you think it's gonna go into the future? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I think, I think I've, I kind of said it a few times is, is if you want to, if you, if you think you, you would enjoy it and you want to give it a go, just have a go. Um, there are local ta small tournaments everywhere. Um, they're so common. Um, you know, so, you know, you've just got to look for your local hobby store. There's probably running them. So, you know, I'm lucky down in the Southwest. I've got a couple that are kind of near me that, 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 that run run fairly regularly so you've got like the entoyment center which is a is about an hour drive away from me you've got curtain games which runs tournaments all the time um which again is about an hour away from me um so they're all kind of there's there's a they're available for everyone that in terms of where it's going um i can see it becoming a bit of an esport um it, it's not quite got there yet but i think you know over time, with the popularity yeah with the popularity of warhammer as well you know if we get these things like you know our rumored our rumored eisenhorn show or something you know like that or um you know if the the marvel comics take off or it gets something you know henry cavill keeps post posting pictures of custodies and we all lose our minds yeah um, <laughs> um you, mean the, you, you mean the emperor of mankind yeah exactly he's he's uh he's the king of nerddom isn't he like yeah oh yeah like, but um you know if that carries on i think it will like take off you know um you've just got to look at things like i mean i, I don't i don't play uh age of sigmar personally um or, or fa I, I used to play fantasy as a kid but um like you know you've got warhammer total war uh the new game coming coming next year as well as you know the old world is coming back like that could bring back a lot of players and oh, stuff like that wow. like um you know so i think i think the sky's the limit really and i mean i think the biggest thing i think team tournaments are going to get bigger um in the short term i think team tournaments are going to get a lot bigger um and then you know the, the sky's the limit really because you know we've had a 500 player event in london this year we're going to break a thousand at lvo quite possibly 1200 players next year in january when that hits um spain have had 
um, a 450, 400 player tournament, um, which was controversial for a, for a bad reason. But you know, mm. we won't go there. Yeah. Um, but it, it's um, it, it, that wasn't the tournament. Just before any anybody listening, by the way, the tournament was actually fine. It was just one individual who decided to be an idiot. But um, you know, it's uh, on the level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, you know, it's uh, it, it is it's just going to grow and grow i think you know um and uh hopefully you know we've got a chapter approved update coming up soon um so hopefully that's gonna gonna help rebalance the game a little bit again with some points changes um they're now doing the the month the the uh, quarterly balance patch that they're doing which is amazing um i probably should have talked about more because i think it's amazing but yeah. um <laughs> uh we kind of nagged your ear off a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right uh, hey next time <laughs> definitely but, um, definitely yeah yeah but um you know it's uh yeah it, it it could go anywhere like yeah I'm, I'm really excited and i cannot wait to get cracking next year i've got uh three events booked in for next year so um there's uh i'm doing the beachhead event in bournemouth which is in february i've got the bristol gt in i want to say that's april and um i want to shout out one that i've got a ticket for already because uh they're very good friends of mine um but um, for anybody who listens and is in the UK and is looking for a tournament maybe around the southwest of England, um, my good friends at Curtain Games have got Curtonian Total Carnage. Um, that's coming out next year. So the tickets go on sale um, some point in December, I think. So that's going to be in like March next year. So it's going to be like a 60 to 70 player event. Um, so that's well, really cool. Well, we definitely wish you luck, man. I know I'm definitely going to be um joining the competitive space for a little bit i definitely want to see what it's about and that's and today's episode has definitely been amazing and eye-opening for me it was a lot of fun um just hearing you talk about the competitive scene in warhammer i think it's great i think it has an amazing future um and if you guys enjoyed this conversation we have so many so much more coming and you can find us on our website at allagesofgeek.com slash allagesofwarhammer. And you can find us on Spotify at allagesofgeek. We have a lot of stuff. We have, we have narrative readings. We have our, our dice sesh, the guys who do D&D. Like you mentioned, Matt, that you like Critical Role and, and D&D and all of that. We actually have a D&D show on All Ages of Geek called Dice Sesh. You can find them on Spotify on the website we have a patreon if you guys want to fund what we do and help us on our journey we have a youtube channel check us out on all ages of geek and <clears throat> excuse me so like it's funny because i had myself muted every time i was sounding like super graggly um but yeah go follow us and all of that guys and mr matt tell us where we can follow you uh, yeah, so uh, come and find me uh, on Instagram and uh, Facebook at Vision Wargaming. I'm also on YouTube at Vision Wargaming. Uh, I need to get better at putting content out because I'm terrible at it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but follow me uh, on Instagram. Post basically all the cool stuff I'm working on um, painting. Um, I'm painting some grey knights at the moment. So although I'm about to do a commission for uh, what have I got next? I think I've got a custom chapter chaplain on bike to do next. So that's gonna be fun. That's going to be awesome. Everybody listening in, please go follow him at Vision Wargaming and all those platforms. Um, we look forward to seeing your journey in the competitive place, man. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for taking us on this awesome uh, sneak peek at the competitive side of Warhammer. And, and it is especially exciting for me. And 
that's it for today everyone it's it's such a weak outro just because i'm i'm so under the weather but thank you all so much for listening in we will see you next week thank you guys bye see you later <laughs>